0: Welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. Went to the gym this morning, didn't I? Thought it was a pump class. Turns out it was circuits. But it's rude to leave after it begins, so I stayed. And now I cannot move. <laughs> I feel like we discussed this last week, didn't we? Um, About your sort of New Year's health goals. And I decided that the first week of January is just really setting yourself up for failure. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to start then. I'm going to start the second week. So last night I got pissed, didn't I? Accidentally, the thing is, is that I had wine with lunch. And then we came home and I had... Um, am I going to lie to you no I had three quarters of a bottle of wine left in the fridge and I thought to myself if I don't drink it now then I'll be tempted to drink it next week when I'm not drinking so the only thing for it was to drink the bottle of wine in its entirety so I did that and I had cheese on toast and (laughs) I really enjoyed myself but then today, of course, starts the health kick. So my rules are gym four times a week, although after today's session, I'm not sure how that's going to go. No carbs after midday. Already broken that one. I had jacket potato at one. And no booze until Saturday. So that's my health kick. You're welcome to follow my example. I know it's pretty impressive. What I must say is at the gym this morning, there was a woman and I've got <laughs> got little to no time for really enthusiastic gym goers. She, I mean, fair play to her. She obviously goes a lot because she's got a seriously impressive physique. But oh my God, like it's circuits class. It's not audience participation. You do not have to, have to whoop and holler your way through this. She was like psyching herself up. She was like, come on. Yeah, yeah, woohoo! You can do it, yeah. Calm down, love. Calm down. My my gym gear doesn't match. I was wearing one of James's pajama t-shirts. Um, if I'm honest, I wasn't wearing underwear because uh, I I didn't want to put a clean pair on just to sweat in them. Because you know, cost of living crisis. You have got to think about how much you're doing your washing. Um, my leggings I had to pull up so high that there was a gap between my socks and my leggings. Um, and so that so they wouldn't roll down from my, um, gunt, which is a cross between a gut. And... If you have ever had a baby, then you will know what I'm talking about. You're, you're, you've got to be so careful, haven't you? G, gut, gunt, my gunt. I've said it three times now. Four, gunt, five. <laughs> anyway. It was it was a real thing. She was going for it and I was just stood there like, come on, love, like I can't even be bothered. Um It was it made me laugh, actually. I was laughing out loud at her. Is that mean? I mean, aren't I? I just thought sort of, like give it a rest. And then we were doing this like group thing at the end and she was psyching everyone else up. Like, that's not your job. You're not the PT. You're just annoying. So I'm glad I've got that off my chest. Thank you for listening to my little vent. I hope you've had the most wonderful week. Now, did you enjoy last week's episode? Because I'm not going to lie to you, I did. I really did. I find Aaron fascinating. And he's just so nice. He's so lovely. We were messaging afterwards and he was like, oh my God, I love you. And I was like, no, my God, I love you. It's sort of sickening, really. But it was fascinating. So if you haven't heard last week's episode, which is part one of the interview with Aaron, um, then go back and listen to that before you listen to today's episode, which is part two. And I hope you enjoy it. And I will speak to you soon. Have a good week.
1: I do sometimes like to joke that, yeah, yeah, so I do often start off with my easel in the middle of the aisle because I'm trying to capture something symmetrically and yeah. I'll put it in the middle of the aisle just while I'm drawing to capture the architecture of a room or whatever it is. And quite often people will come in, planners or, or registrars or photographers or whoever, they'll come in and they'll see me standing there in the middle of the aisle. I'm, this is an hour before the ceremony, you know, yeah. usually. And they'll say, um, are you gonna be there the whole time? <laughs> sometimes I just it I, I have a look at them and I see here it is. And sometimes I just say, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that all right? But no, I say no, obviously, obviously not. I'm gonna move. I'm just starting off here. Um so I do move uh some amount of time before the couple comes in. Often so the photographer can get room shots or whatever, by that mm-hmm. time I'll be mostly done with whatever i need to be standing in the middle for and then along come the couple along come the celebrant hopefully or the registrar and while the ceremony is going on depending on what the couple have asked me to capture if anything sometimes they just say we're leaving it up to you i send them a questionnaire so they've already communicated to me what they want captured Mm -hmm. if they've left it up to me i'm going to be taking a lot of photos and videos throughout the ceremony in between painting um the bits i don't usually capture like the ring exchange to me as an artist that's quite a sort of still static moment like Mm -hmm. a sort of hand holding it's very traditional Mm. i'm more about energy Mm. so the bits that i really love are the bits where they're looking at us at the viewer or looking at looking at each other but with a yeah. little bit more movement and, and joy the ring exchange is so sort of formal yeah that if someone asks me to capture it absolutely i'll do that but it's not my favorite my favorite is the bit where they turn around they've been married Maybe they kind of punch the air or they're smiling at each other and smiling (laughs) around the room and maybe they start walking down the aisle. Those are my favourite moments because there's some movement, there's some joy, joy. there's that energy. So much joy. The nerves nerves are all gone, the awkwardness is gone and it's just joy and energy and emotion. So that is... Really oh my God, I love
0: time. it. You're making me like so excited and it's, it's what I do, but I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I Excitement love it. is my brand.
0: <laughs> I love it. So
1: I'm taking all the photos, all the videos. I've yeah. got my references because some, some people do say, oh, like, when are we going? Are we going to have to pose for you? We're going to be quite busy. I'm like, no, of course not. It's fine. They are. Some of the only that is probably the only one I'll do from a p- picture all day because obviously it's the couple. Yeah, they they are too busy to pose for me, no matter how important I may think I am. Yes, um, and sometimes people have offered to pose for me because they're just so
0: into it,
1: and I say no, 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 you've got your I party think, to enjoy. Do you know what? <laughs> if it
0: was my wedding day, I would pose for you because that would be ten minutes of like downtime. Yeah. I actually think that if it was me, I'd be like, oh, because I always say to my couples when they, after the ceremony, I'm like, do confetti after the ceremony, because then you get a 10 minute window where everyone's making the confetti aisle that you could actually have some, oh my God, we just got married and just chill together. So I yeah. would pose for you. I mean, I'd pose for you anyway, but I would pose for you on my wedding day because I just feel like that would be <laughs> like 10 minutes of just like, oh, just chill. Just stand still for 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, That is sometimes the little window where if it's been a dark church or something, or I haven't, you know, they've been too far away or the photographer has been way far back and I'll never go in front of a photographer or videographer. Um, So sometimes I will run up to them in that little window and that's the first time I meet the bride most of the time because obviously she's been up in a room changing and I've been down painting the background. Although sometimes I have had brides Open the window, they've opened the window of the little room they're getting changed in because they've seen me down on the lawn and they've called out the window, Ah, Aaron. (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's so cute. When I get that excitement from couples, my excitement rises to match it, Mm. and the work and the energy on the day are unbeatable. So sometimes I run over during that little window of time and I say, Hey, um. And I say, hey, I I, I didn't get a close up photo of you guys because I was way back there behind the photographer. Can I just take a couple more reference shots and just say hello and check with them? Any, uh, You know, everything's fine. Get my shots. And then I disappear back into the drinks reception to start painting guests. So that is when that process turns Mm -hmm. around and I've set up all my little sort of guest painting stuff, all the paper and everything I need. Um, And that's, it's usually, usually someone will come over pretty quickly and say, oh, I saw you painting the ceremony. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, because I I can imagine people there are weddings and I'm sure you've seen it very different weddings where some weddings everyone's pissed at the beginning and they're all rowdy and having fun and then the other weddings everyone's very quiet and it's they're too shy to come over to you so but it just takes one person doesn't it to come over and say oh what are you up to
1: yeah exactly and that one person or usually two people because let's face it most people are in couples at weddings those two people will then be if they're the first to come over, and mm-hmm. I say I'm doing live portraits, and I don't actually put out any little examples or anything, I like it to be a surprise. Oh, don't you? Because I, what I like. Why do people them to think you're me. shit?
0: How will they know you're any good?
1: <laughs> well, well, exactly. If they trust me, I say, look, they're not caricatures. They're very flattering, and you will not regret it. If you give me 15 minutes of your time, I promise you everyone else at this wedding will then be jealous of you. Oh, my
0: God. I love it. What a good selling point. (laughs) Do you know, actually, when I first, when I, that first wedding that we met and they had, they gave me their suppliers list and they just put artist on it. And I remember (laughs) saying to my husband that night, I was like, fucking caricaturist. Like before I'd met you, before the wedding, I was like... hate caricaturists like oh my god i can't bear it and then when you turned up and i was like oh no he's not a caricaturist he's an artist because they are (laughs) they are so flattering and so I'm, I'm. you can't see because it's a podcast, but I'm moving my shoulders in a sort of sensual way because they are like, <laughs> they're so smooth and sexy. and
1: <laughs> You're sort of voguing. I know it's I like, am. <laughs> I'm voguing. Um, well, do you know what? Like they are, they are very flattering. My style is flattering because I love to make people happy. Yeah. And I love to make it look like them. So yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you've got a big, you know, a big face and a double chin and you're like not skinny I'm not going to make you look like a supermodel I don't work with templates and I don't make everyone look like a fashion superstar but what I do do is paint you in a way where if you've got three chins I'm going to paint one chin and I'm just going to (laughs) imply I'm going to take away some chin paint. the overall shape so it looks like you but we're not explicitly like,
0: that's what i hate about caricaturists and i would hate that because i have a very large nose so that's always what comes out but i, I just like why are you picking on the worst bits of people's faces it's well, so you know mean
1: like, caricaturists i i love caricatures and i have so many good friends who are caricaturists. Well, sorry to them i apologize and no no it's fine because we understand the difference Them and me, we understand the difference between what each other do and we respect it. And I respect the fact that they can do. And if you don't like caricatures, you've probably just not been painted, been been drawn by the right caricaturist because some of them are very, very talented at at flattering people while making it funny. And some of them make it funny by being mean. Mm. and roasting you for your features (laughs) and some of them will make it like really cute and it'll still look like you and you'll still sort of you know have a little bit of a joke about your features but it's always cute it's always um Mm. i know i
0: just i think it's the sense of humor thing i just don't we we have
1: caricaturists and live artists meet up once a year and on a Monday in October, so it's really quiet. And you get this room, like 50 caricaturists in a room, all paint, drawing each other.
0: No way, that's so cool. Pissed
1: piss out of each other. Doing stuff <laughs> that you'd never dare to do at a live gig because you're having fun with your colleagues. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. you know, I'll do little drawings and paintings of people and they'll paint me and the walls are covered in caricatures and there's a hundred different styles. That's so I mean, so it's amazing. Fun. Like caricaturists shouldn't be lumped in all with... The people that you see doing caricatures on the street are usually the people who aren't very good. Yeah, okay. Because the yeah, good people right. are all getting booked privately for I'll events. give
0: them a second chance. Hashtag second chance to caricaturists.
1: I mean, live illustration is very trendy at the moment, but if you want 100 people drawn in a an night and loads of fun and laughter and everyone just... Enjoying that as entertainment. I'd say Mm. a caricaturist is better entertainment. But get a good one. Ask me if you need recommendations for a good one. Shout out, Spot on
0: George. Spot on George. So if you are painting someone, how long roughly does it take for you to paint one or a couple? Do you paint single couple, groups?
1: Usually couples. um, Mm -hmm. I try not to do groups because it just takes ages and drags on. So unless it's specifically requested by the couple, I won't Mm -hmm. do groups. Uh, families are different but again it takes longer so my average painting is a couple 15 minutes start to finish so I time them on my Apple watch I have a little 15 minute timer set up so one tap it's already timing and it vibrates when it's at 14 and a half minutes so I know I have to wrap it up and I'm very competitive with myself about the time I'm very very on it I time every single one I take photos of every single painting and I can use the timestamps on the photos to see if there were any delays, work out what caused those delays, try and sort of fix it for next time. Because the timing and knowing your timings and being really accurate with them is one of the most important things in this job. Because if I say, okay, I'm going to be there for 10 hours, an hour and a half before the ceremony painting this, and then we've got the drinks reception that time, and then during the meal, I'll be doing this. And then after the meal, I should have two and a half hours to do more guest portraits. They're going to expect a certain number of their friends to be painted. So I have to be on it with the time. I take it really seriously. Yeah,
0: you do. I it, do. So it makes me feel a little bit like if you go... Like, you know, when people are like, if you can eat this meal in under 10 minutes, you get it for free. I feel like like if I go <laughs> over 15 minutes of painting you, I'll give you my paint my numbers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would probably eat a I mean, I would win a how fast can you eat a meal thing? Because during the meal, when the photographer and the videographer and whoever else is the supplier's When they're all sitting back and having their lovely two-hour break while the guests are all eating, I am completing the painting of the couple. So at some point, I have to eat my supplier meal. And if that is put in front of me, usually it is gone in under three minutes. And then I'm (laughs) back to the painting. I can eat so fast. You, you, you could blink and that meal would be <laughs> oh, oh, gone. Oh, there we
0: go. He could have done 17 paintings in that time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to spend my whole, my whole time when the guests are out of my way making that couple painting for the bride and groom or bride and bride or groom and groom making it as beautiful as possible, putting in as much detail as I have time for, really taking the time to perfect the likenesses on their faces, doing all the detail on the dress or the pattern on the suit or making the flowers even more impressive. I mean, if you've spent 500 quid on flowers, I'm going to make it look like you spent 1,500 quid. I'm going to add in more flowers if I've got the time. I'm really going to just supercharge everything in that painting. And that does mean that I don't have much time to eat and I'm not really going to have time to sit down or you know, I'm certainly not gonna be like taking a long break checking emails, like yeah. updating my Instagram. This is part of the reason why my Instagram will go dark for weeks at a time. Because you're I've so got busy. a lot of weddings. Mm. I'm not I'm not doing anything else. As an artist, I take so much pride in the work. I'm going to use every single second to make that work as amazing as possible for the couple do you and ever then,
0: do you always do it on the day do you all do you ever finish a, a portrait or a painting after the wedding itself
1: for the mixed package where they get the one painting i would say 99 percent of the time i finish it on the day if mm-hmm. the couple say to me oh, we really love it but could you add this or could you change that i will do it i mean i've This summer I took one back to my hotel room at a Scottish wedding because they said, Oh, I wish we'd asked you to put our pets in. Like that would look so cute. And I took it back to my hotel room and I stayed up for another three hours painting their cats and dogs and cutting them out and sticking them on sticking them onto the painting and then I brought it back the next day, all like re you know, put together back in the frame. Here you go got your pets in. <laughs> there
0: you go love so I, I will hell. Go the
1: extra mile and then I got straight on a plane I mean I didn't really get much sleep that night but I'm used to working in this sort of very hectic back-to-back way
0: that it's just I just think you're so inspirational do you struggle the drunker people get let's be honest it is it is
1: a struggle so after the after I've finished the couple painting during the meal I get it in the frame and back to the guest portraits and this is the time zone where I mean often you've got the room turn around now so all people have to do is drink and it all starts Mm -hmm. off great like people are posing they're all like oh we've had a good meal we've had a few drinks And then as it gets later into the night, the last hour of my booking, quite often people are very drunk, very leery. And that doesn't really affect the way I paint them. I'll still paint them as if they're fresh and in the drinks reception. (laughs) I paint a glass of champagne in everyone's hands because I, I call it drinks reception energy. That yeah. bit where you've come to the wedding, they've just got married, you've got your glasses on, you're really yeah. happy, yeah. you're still all elegant and well put together. <laughs> the women will have <laughs> you've kicked not got off a tie their around high your heels. Head. <laughs> all the girls change into flip flops, and I say, I'm looking over my easel to see their shoes. I say, oh, What colour were your high heels before you put the flip flops on? Love it. And they say, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, I was going to ask, could you
0: do me in the heels? Oh, my God, you're literally everything. I'd die.
1: (laughs) But I don't want to paint people in flip-flops. This is why I don't do a lot of corporate events. Jeans, T-shirts, trainers don't inspire me. I want to paint people looking amazing, feeling their best, give them a memory of themselves all dressed up and super, super happy on a special day. With a glass of champagne. Well, um, I
0: see, I know that you draw everyone with a glass of champagne, but the painting that you've done of me that I keep in my daughter's bedroom, um, and I keep it in there, and the picture, that's with me with a glass of champagne. And when I showed my family later that day after the wedding, they were like, Of course he drew you with a glass of champagne. I was like, Hey, 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 it's not just me, <laughs> it's everyone, okay? It's just yeah. a me thing.
1: yeah it's it's also a thing where british people are so awkward posing Mm. nobody wants to sort of pose as if they were posing for a photo for 15 minutes no nobody knows what to do with their hands what are you going to do with your hands i'm not going to start drawing handbags and all this stuff that doesn't really it doesn't really mean much as a as a thing to me Mm. i don't want all of this sort of Random hands awkwardly. Yeah, you hovering. don't want
0: to draw like someone's vape in their left hand and phone in their right, do you? <laughs> exactly. It's, Can
1: you I mean, sometimes it's a time thing. It takes me less time to do a little glass of champagne that sort of denotes the place and what mm-hmm. they were doing, i.e., at a wedding, celebration. Yeah. It takes less time to do that than to do some other thing with a hand that doesn't look awkward.
0: Amen. Now, how, when you say about British people posing, because we do find that awkward, um, you do quite a lot of destination weddings. What's your, normally, what's your ratio of of UK to the rest of Europe, the world? I mean, how far away do you go? Yeah, I usually do
1: about 10 destination weddings a year.
0: That's a lot though, isn't it?
1: It is a lot, yeah. And some of them are very last minute. So if I have two days or three days, preferably, in my schedule and someone asks so I'll almost always say yes and this is part of the reason why my life choices don't include children yeah. they don't include <laughs> any kind of commitment I mean we have a dog I say we she is my partner's dog yeah so ultimately I love having a life where I can take off and have some adventure at a moment's notice. it's it's what I live for it makes me happy, a change of scene, a surprise, a last minute thing. Some do you know what, though? I think that especially. That together.
0: Oh, no, it's, it's I think that's exciting. And especially if you don't have kids. I'm like, I do. So, you know, I'm really tied down. But my friends who don't or my family who don't want them, I'm like, oh, my God, you should be going off here, there and everywhere. Like you don't, especially because kids are expensive. So if you've got the extra cash, you should be spending it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you should be going on all these adventures so why wouldn't you where have yeah. you been this year for example what what which destination weddings have you done this year this year
1: has mostly been italy and france last year i did morocco oh wow um as well as all of the italy and france and malta um oh yeah spain portugal I've done India before. I did a wow. massive wedding in Mumbai.
0: Because the Indian was... weddings are huge, aren't they? Were there... How many people were there?
1: This was a very, very big Indian wedding. It's the one you might have remembered reading about it in the papers. I think it was 2019 or 2018. But it was the one where they hired Beyonce <laughs> as <Stop> a singer.
0: <laughs> yourself. Stop yourself. You worked at a wedding in Mumbai where Beyonce was the wedding singer. This is not real. Stop it. (laughs) Are you serious?
1: To clarify, I wasn't there on the same day. I didn't meet her. This was a sort of two week long wedding.
0: Stop!
1: (laughs) I worked on, I can't remember the name of it, but Indian weddings, really, really big Indian weddings in India, often have a day where the bride and groom sit on a stage for yeah. something like six hours, shaking hands with every single guest. And that is, that is one of the wedding days. That is one of the wedding activities. And they'll sort of put on all the food and everything for everyone. But basically, it is them sitting on a stage shaking hands. And that, they hired me for two days of portraits via an agency, so there was other entertainment, and the agency booked me as a live artist as yeah. part of the entertainment. Yeah, because if all of these two thousand guests have turned up just to shake the hands of the couple, the couple want to give them something fun, basically. So there was magicians, there was dancers,
0: oh there were. God.
1: There was a, a sweet wool, like a pick-and-mix sweet wool. I I kid you not, like 50 metres long. <gasps> I mean, these people are the richest family in India. They are actually so rich- wealthy. No. They are actually the richest family oh in India. Oh, my
0: God, I love it.
1: <laughs> so I was one person with an easel and a queue of about 100 people. <gasps> Just uh, There was no way to manage it. I mean... Uh, British weddings you know I'll have a wedding of 100 150 people and I can manage a system yeah. where I give people a number I say come back at this time this is your number yeah and I run it there was no way to do this I mean there were too many people my only option was just to let people queue because I just had to get through as many as I could oh my and- god it was crazy. I mean, I've got photos of this queue stretching back into the distance. And then so many of them wanted a photo with me.
0: Of course they because... did, because you're Aaron Jacob Jones from England. Well, I mean, they didn't
1: know who I was. They didn't care. But I was a white <laughs> you artist Beyonce, and something were you? to tell their friends about. <laughs> so they'd get photos with me. They'd, they'd sort of just be like crowding around. I mean, one of the things about working in India was the complete lack of personal
0: space. Oh, really?
1: I didn't mind. I mean, it was fine, but it was really, you know, it's lucky that I am the way I am, very confident around people, very able to hold my own in any situation because Mm. people were in my space, breathing down my neck. Whilst you were painting? All around me, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of curiosity and, and sort of just wanting to be close to the action, I think. It was that's amazing. Mental. I'd love. I, I've had other inquiries in India, and I've been already booked so unable to go, which was a shame, so See, hopefully ind- another I one mean, will pop up.
0: I say this with all the love in the world, but is there no one in India that paints? I don't...
1: I mean, maybe there are people, but sometimes it's just they want to really impress people yeah. if they're wealthy. And what really impresses people sometimes is flying someone in from London. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just. I, I think there's something culturally, maybe, yeah. that yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. told is it, they will get people from abroad because it because shows their status. It, it mm. shows their status, yeah. Mm. Um, I have no objections. Well, <laughs> there then... were local artists as well. There were some local artists. They were Indian caricaturists. Um, wow! You know, mixed levels of ability. But yeah, I mean, the paintings really knocked people's socks off.
0: So you've gone. So you've done the, a wedding with the richest family in India, and <laughs> have you? I mean. And I'm not going to say like the opposite end of the spectrum because that's not fair. But have you done like a village hall? Have you have you done all different types of weddings? Yeah, all different budget and weddings. This is what's
1: this is what's so beautiful about the job, and also about so so beautiful about not charging the kind of luxury, super luxury prices yeah. that I know any rich people could afford. Is the smallest weddings I've done have been such special experiences. Yeah. One of the most special weddings I did this year was in a village hall in the New Forest. Um, and this bride had written to me a year ago and told me that she has body issues and that she felt worried about having a photographer there all day taking pictures of her. She just thought, I'm going to be too self-conscious I don't want to be dealing with that all mm. day. The sort of thought of a lens on me
0: made her so anxious.
1: I'm not having a photographer. Oh wow. She had no photographer all day. I've had people who've only had a photographer for the ceremony, and then the photographer has gone home and it's just been me. But this couple had no photographer. I was the only person there wow. capturing that wedding in any way because they also wow. ask the guests to put away their phones. And the privilege I felt in being asked to do that had me quite close to tears at some points because I was so honoured. And also the pressure, you know, the pressure. I'm the Mm. only person producing an image of this couple's day. That's crazy. Incredible. So that painting was so infused with love and care. And precision because I wanted it to really look like them. There, there's not gonna be any photos. This is it. This is the, the image. I've and never this was heard a of that. D.I.Y. Before. wedding. They'd done all their own florals, cute little bud vases all over the windows of this pretty mm. village hall. Their friends had all bought in it was like a um what do you call it when everyone brings a dish? Potluck. Um, Potluck, yeah. The meal was sort of like a big potluck buffet. Everyone had brought food. They just had bought lots of alcohol and put a friend behind the bar to serve it. There was also like a hog roast. I think that was one of the only other suppliers there was, was a hog roast. And then me. So I was there all day painting people right up until the end. And
0: it was just unbelievable.
1: So lovely, but yeah, so small, so DIY. And the irony is they paid more than the richest family in India to really? have me there because obviously since 2018, 2019, I've mm. raised my prices quite a lot. And, mm. you know, they paid my asking price and they, they didn't get any other suppliers. It was just me. That's and yeah, a, I was so That honored. is
0: amazing. It's a huge honour. I mean, I think... I think that's what's so important in any line of work, but especially in what we do. I think that it is so important to never lose sight of the honor that is bestowed upon us to be a part of someone's day. Like every, it's so important to me that every single wedding is treated like the only wedding that has ever happened on that day for that couple. Like it is such a big deal. And for someone to trust us, to come in and create something that they, it might just be like you do, you know, six weddings a week. It might just be one of six weddings a week to you, but to them, it's their day. And it is such an honour, isn't it, to be a part of that? Yes.
1: Yes, it really is. And sometimes when I'm having a day off, I'll go for a really, really long swim and I'll think about all of the weddings I've done and the weddings I've got coming up. And I'll just think about what it means to those couples. I'll think about the people, I'll think about all the planning that's gone into it, because I don't really have time on the day to think. Everything is done so fast. It's just done on instinct and sheer experience, all the years of experience. I just have to do it, because there's no time for anything apart from just painting as fast as I can. And then all the mental and emotional processing I do afterwards, Mm. and it just makes me so grateful that people prioritise art and trust me because they're not buying something they've already seen. No, I'm not even posting that much on my Instagram. Like, you know, People haven't necessarily even seen most of the pictures I've done this year. I've probably mm. posted about three of them. But if people ask me, I can send them examples on WhatsApp or, or email. But they're trusting me to create something they haven't seen. They're trusting me to look at them and pick angles and poses that make them look good people Mm. have all their different things they're self-conscious about and they trust me to treat them and their images with care and respect and to make it look like them while making sure they look good there's so much responsibility yeah Um, huge to be trusted with that is an honor and a privilege that Mm. I'll never I'll never take for granted if I ever take it for granted I need to slow down
0: yeah (laughs) if you take but that's it as well you see is that because you do so many you know people say to me I, I, I don't sleep the night before a wedding. So I'm so excited. And in so in the summer, I get like literally shit all sleep. And my husband will be like, oh, it's just another wedding. And I'm like, no, to me, it's not. How do you cope with that? Because you do so many and you must be tired with your traveling and your, because it's not just turning up. It's the driving there. It's the hotel. It's the prep. It's all the time and effort that's gone into yeah. it beforehand. How do you, does it come naturally to you to just think, no, this is important. I won't think about tomorrow. And then tomorrow, this is important. Or or do you have to make yeah. a conscious effort to be like, to treat every single wedding as important and not and not become complacent about it?
1: It's usually when I turn up and I start painting the background, that's when it clicks in, it locks in. This is important. This is emotional. Before that, it's admin, it's a certain amount of stress, it's parking, it's travelling, it's logistics, it's getting all of the right stuff out of my van, it's where is everything happening, where is this, where is that? But then once I start that first painting and I'm looking at all the flowers, I'm looking at the things that they've chosen to be in that space and I start thinking about them. I haven't met them yet. I mean, I've met them on Zoom sometimes, but I, I haven't, I've maybe met the groom. Mm. Um, but that makes me start think. it slows me down because I'm just painting and thinking. And I'm thinking about them. I'm looking, you know, often there's a nervous groom hovering around in the background and I'm just chatting to him if he's near me. How are you feeling? You know, tell, tell me a bit about what you know what (laughs) about your bride about the day if he's not already busy but that is the moment when I start just locking in on the emotion of it and also the performance of it because guests are turning up and so I've got a smile on my face no matter how stressful it has been getting from you know maybe I finished at midnight and then I've had a two-hour drive and then I've had another hour drive that morning and I've had to prep all my kit really quickly on six hours sleep or, you know, whatever it's been. As soon as people are there and mm. they're looking at me and I'm interacting and smiling <laughs> and telling people about what I'm doing, it's just, this is an important emotional day and I'm about to see the the bride or whoever the other person in the couple is and it's going to be beautiful. And I like to get the guests excited. I like to make them not feel like they're interrupting me if they come over and have a look. Mm. And sometimes I say, if I really like the way someone's dressed, I say, oh, you come and find me afterwards because I really want to paint that dress. I'm going to be painting Oh, I
0: love it. Oh, my God. If, Tom, if anyone, you said that to me at a wedding, I'd be like, over. oh, my God, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what he just said to me? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, it, it just kicks in naturally because I'm an excitable emotional mm. person and that's why I love weddings. That's why I love working at weddings and serving couples with my work. Because because of that, the emotions and yeah, it, it never gets old. No. I really, really love it. Even the biggest, most luxury weddings. When I see the bride coming out and that moment when they lock eyes and I've done all this background and I see like sometimes she'll look at the painting as she's coming past the aisle like, woo, And I just, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It's an amazing sequence of moments throughout the day that just build the emotion more
0: and more. I don't know how anyone could not get excited and how i don't know how anyone could turn up i mean you i mean you and i have discussed it off air before (laughs) about some suppliers (laughs) and some people who it's just like man another day in the office and nothing makes me angrier i just think slap a smile on your face carol you do it you're in the wedding industry yeah exactly work in a factory work in an office work behind a desk if you don't like people and weddings what are you doing here
1: yeah exactly because I do love people. And that's why I choose to paint people face to face and give them that experience and engage with them and give my energy to give them a good time. And my favourite thing is when I get emails from couples or when they come up at the end of the night and they're like, guess to not stop talking about you. They had such a good time chatting with you. They said you were so fun. They yeah. said they really loved the time that they spent with you. It's not just about the picture. It's about bonding with people. I love to just connect with people as quickly as I can over whatever it is, any random thing I can get out of them. It's another sort of superpower about ADHD. I've been interested in so many things. I'm interested in everything in the world. Anyone, no matter how boring their job is, (laughs) I want to find a way in i want to find well why but what makes you take what is it about that you would if you actually could do any job in the world and they all paid exactly the same what would what would you do that would really like light up your life what would be your perfect thing and and people will just say the most amazing stuff sometimes people just know and they say oh this like i'd like to be a vet or i'd like to be a paramedic
0: or something like that and I'm just like wow because this people so don't ask those questions it? do they they don't ask those questions you I'm just yeah. thinking as I'm listening to you you would be a very now I don't like competition but you would be a very good celebrant darling
1: <laughs> I don't think I would be able to do all that pre-research that's not on the day I would probably do it all the night before <laughs> I'm much better live. I'm much better live. Anything that's not live on a big emotional day with a lot of pressure, is it
0: going to get done on time? Yeah, Yeah, probably, but at the very last minute. (laughs) But you've got what I've got, which is that natural passion for people and for human emotion and human interaction and people's stories. And also that natural desire to serve to yeah to make yeah, people exactly. happy and to yeah. offer something to people to leave people a little bit happier when you leave them than when you found them
1: yeah I love that I love the way you have put that mm. because I've always seen my art as a way to serve people yeah and partly that's why I do often call myself an illustrator rather than an artist and I am an artist and I do my own personal work and it's a sort of different it's a different thing it's a different side even though it's very strongly connected with my illustrations in the way that the style of the illustrations are developed but illustrations are ultimately meant to illustrate someone else's idea or event or dream you know it it is serving people and I I love to serve people with my art to give them Mm. a piece of art that has been created for them it's not my artistic vision I mean I put my artistic vision into it
0: but it's not about you it's about them yeah
1: exactly I'll, I'll create it in my own artistic style in the most beautiful way I can that reflects what I want my art to do and to be but it's for them and I love that I love that as soon as I've put pen to paper it's already got a home it's already got someone who's going to cherish it I don't have to think about selling it and like painting
0: mm.
1: in a way that is unnatural to me.
0: I think, I think what you do is so special. And I think that, like we said, right at the beginning of our chat, there are it's becoming quite a trendy thing. And there are a lot more artists popping up who are all wonderful and talented and lovely. But, you know, I'm not talking to them, so Sodom. What I... What I think what's so special about you is that you are very talented and you are an incredible artist but it's who you are as a person and it's the passion that you bring and the enthusiasm and the warmth that you bring and having seen over well over two thousand weddings and any old shit that people bring into their day to have someone like yourself do something that's different and unique and so special i think is is magnificent i think you're i just think you're wonderful i really do
1: Oh, you are so kind. I do. Stop! <laughs> Don't stop. Um, that <laughs> no, no, is... <laughs> carry on. <laughs> that is really sweet. But it's um, true.
0: I just think it's... it's. I just think you would be an asset to any any occasion. I mean, I might, you know, I might just get you over a, of, of a Wednesday morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you have a big birthday, it works well for that. Yeah. And also, the the later in life, the birthday, sometimes the better it is as a service because. I've done quite a few fiftieth birthdays, and I think fifty is that age where people will just be like, no, you know what? I really don't want any photos taken. Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> but a painting of themselves, perfect, elegant. Usually, I knock ten to twenty years off just yeah, by accident. Tidy. I don't have time to paint wrinkles. No, I'm no time for that. Fast. Shit. Mm. So it's a really lovely thing to be able to take home from any special event it is going to create a memory and you know without sounding um egotistical i do want people to remember me as well like i am part of the experience most people have never owned a piece of live art they've never held a piece sorry a piece of um original art they've never held an original painting they don't have any in their homes And they've never been painted by an artist i mean maybe they've had a caricature sketch done on the street when they were 15 Mm. but that's not the same thing as an artist who's standing there seeing you creating something that looks like you like a really beautiful flattering picture while chatting to you that is going to be something you're going to want to frame and keep it's a very special experience and it's an experience that people don't forget and i still have guests messaging me years after weddings, who I painted, sending me lovely messages, replying to my stories. And, you know, like I'll add them back as friends and we'll chat and just, you know, the bond that Mm. can be formed that quickly is something that I'm so proud of. I'm a very open person who loves people. I'm very warm. And I want to give them that experience where they're like, that was amazing. That guy
0: was awesome. you do do that you do do that you do it very very well you should be very very proud of yourself
1: and it's one of the differences between me and most of the other artists working out there work from photos and this is efficient it's convenient they'll take lots of photos and then the guests will come back at the end and pick up a little drawing and go oh look they've drawn the photo great (laughs) that's that's a lovely service, but I could not do that. I could not sit there at a table staring boring. at the mode all day. I'm not a printer. I'm a human <laughs> being. I'm an artist. And I'm I'm creating something that is you in this moment with all of the emotion and energy of that moment. Not just copying a photo of you. And most of them don't even have faces. They're not yeah. even you know, they're not gonna look like you. It's basically like, i mean i'm not dissing no actually no don't put that on i don't want to be just <laughs> to edit it out. <laughs> out. i don't i don't want to diss the way other artists work no really but it's don't.
0: different it's a different style
1: what i do is a different style to the majority of artists out there because they do have faces and those faces will look like you so it's your face on the your body i'm not gonna make anyone look like super skinny even though people do ask but you know i know i think i asked you that as well i think i said that to you can you make me look a a bit slimmer if i can tell that a woman is a bit insecure about being taller than her partner because she's wearing heels i'll make him a little bit taller you know i'm gonna be kind to people because i love people and i want to make them happy you're So, so good while i'm not gonna outright lie I'm going to make it so that you'll love it. Whatever that takes. But it's still going to look like you.
0: I think you're amazing. Thank
1: you. I think you're amazing. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if I was sitting at a table copying photos all day, I wouldn't do this as a job. I'd be bored and uninspired. It's the people that inspire me.
0: And the energy of the wedding all
1: around. When's
0: your your next wedding?
1: My next wedding is on Saturday. I'm just looking at my calendar. I literally take it day by day. So, yeah, my next wedding is on Saturday at Horsley Estate.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope it goes well. Do you do many winter weddings?
1: Not as many. Usually I try to keep my schedule more clear in the winter because Mm, it leaves a bit of room for commissions and also anything that during the summer weddings for whatever reason I haven't done on the day so sometimes it's a few extra guests sometimes it's they want an extra painting sometimes I do a package with like five paintings from the day but maybe I only get four of them done on the day and then the last one I do in the studio and I just say that all of this is going to be done in the winter I basically can't do anything else in the summer other than live weddings and the winter is just for locking myself away in the studio and trying to make myself work from photos, even though it is not my forte Your to passion. It has to away. be done. It has well, to be done, exactly. Well, I
0: just I just love you and I thank you so much for talking to me.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I have really enjoyed I know chat. I could talk
0: to you for hours this is actually our problem because whenever we see each other in person we do talk for hours <laughs> I know <laughs> Every time, uh, you're here to do a job <laughs> righto <laughs> it's also very weird to talk
1: about myself so much without asking lots of questions back because that's how I usually have a conversation well
0: this is it this is the same with me I had a zoom call the other day and the couple was like so tell me about you I was like whoa <laughs> whoa there <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Welcome to this week's RSVP section. I've been getting a lot of messages because as I told you, this is the time for inquiries. And so there's a lot of DMs coming through, which I'm absolutely loving. And I can't obviously go through them all, but I just want to share this one with you. This actually sort of slightly unrelated. This was an email from a bride that I have coming up this spring. And it just really made me laugh. So I wanted to share it with you. Uh, She said, hi, Olivia. Happy New Year. So funny for this to come through this morning. I had a vivid dream last night about the wedding. The first I've had about the wedding. I'll set the scene. Conference centre. Brown. We all ate takeaways in different rooms with strangers. Coffee tables. And I struggled to find my bride. The main meal was at a Chico Land style restaurant with white plastic chairs and tiled floors. My brother had bought lots of strange men wearing strange outfits and I did a lot of meet and greets. I remember looking at my bride and saying, I want to marry you, but WTF is going on here. My dad had paid for a staircase, like the ones you get at airports that have people driving them, as he was concerned about access. And I spent most of the time looking for my coat. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? I remember these dreams, these nightmares, these anxiety dreams that you would have before the big day. And it's a real thing. Like, it, it, I suppose it's inevitable, isn't it? If something big's happening and it's in your subconscious, then you, you might dream about it. But that just really made me laugh because that's it, isn't it? it it's constantly on your mind. And suddenly all these ridiculous thoughts come up. Or what if that happens? Or what if that happens? Or oh, It's just too much, isn't it? So I just wanted to share that with you because if you are having these crazy dreams and these these anxieties then it's totally normal it's totally normal also i you know when people say oh i had a really funny dream last night last night no one no one on planet earth goes oh my god tell me about it i want to hear all about your dream and that annoys me because i like to tell people about my dreams so if you have had a wedding dream that is amusing i would like to hear about it in fact any of your dreams i'd like to hear about all your fears and dreams so message me keep them coming in i want to hear everything Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world. If you find this podcast even remotely helpful or moderately entertaining, share with all your friends and family. You can DM me any questions, queries, if you want to share any stories, on the podcast Instagram at I'll Marry You Podcast. Get in touch. I want to hear all your tall tales. See you soon.
1: I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.